letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Friday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include an update on the mosque fires in Minneapolis, a potential strike of Alina healthcare workers, and what could be an interesting off-season for the Timberwolves. But we'll start at the state capitol. Supporters of a bill signed into law this morning say it's now easier to vote in Minnesota. It's law and our democracy is strong. Governor Walsh signed the Democracy for the People Act at the state capitol building in front of dozens of supporters. We're just making sure that the process to get them registered is easy and get them in there, and then we're going to encourage them. We know when people register to vote, they go vote. And we know when more people vote, the democracy is much more representative, and you get the results that the vast majority of folks want to get. The legislation creates automatic voter registration and allows 16 and 17 year olds to pre-register. It also establishes penalties for spreading false information about voting 60 days prior to an election and keeps so-called dark money and foreign influence out of Minnesota politics. It's more important than ever that we shore up this democracy. We shore it up for the people of Minnesota. We shore it up in this country. We show the rest of the world. The world's oldest and strongest democracy is strong. Minnesota is doing our part by making it stronger today. And this piece of legislation is just the exact type of things that Minnesotans asked us to do. The bill's vote followed party lines, with Republicans saying any change in the voting system should have strong bipartisan support. Al Schock, News Talk 830, WCCO. School districts across the Twin Cities are dealing with what they're calling a viral, non-credible social media threat today. Here's Mark Fry. The Noka Hennepin School District says it was told about a threatening social media post and that the Noka Police Department determined it was a message identical to a non-credible post shared in the South Florida School Districts this week. School is going on as expected today in the district. Meanwhile, Lakeville area schools report they're dealing with that same post. Classes are in session there today, but the district says there are increased patrols around schools. WCCO's Steve Simpson has details on a court appearance this afternoon for a 28-year-old New Hope man charged in a fatal stabbing in the North Metro. 37-year-old Antonio Moore of St. Louis Park died in the attack outside of a Brooklyn Center apartment complex this past Tuesday. Police arrested Demetrius Harris later that day. He's now facing second-degree murder charges. Prosecutors say the two men got into a fight after Harris allegedly assaulted Moore's sister. WCCO's Taylor Rivera shares that there is a new image for a relatively new office in Minnesota. Minnesota's Missing and Murdered Indigenous Relatives Office released its new logo that will serve as a symbol of their work. The first in the nation office is run by Juliet Rudy, who played a hand in the logo design. We wanted to include the recognizable red handprint, and this is significant in the MMIW movement. May 5th marks National Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women's Day, when communities are encouraged to focus on issues of violence and unsolved missing persons cases in the indigenous community. I think it's a day of awareness and then also to recognize that there is a problem. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. It's been over a month since a 26-year-old Winona woman went missing. Her family is still holding out hope that she'll be found alive. Susie Jones with more. The family of Maddie Kingsbury is hosting a gathering this evening for her friends and others who have helped in the search. On Facebook, family members said there would not be any big searches this weekend because they said the police are looking in a specific area and it doesn't require a large-scale search. Madeline's mother, Krista Neighbor, says they remain hopeful. Right now, for us, you know, we all have 
our different hopes. And of course, we all would be thrilled if she were able to turn return to us um, alive. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Mark Fry. A strike date's been sent for nearly 500 Alina healthcare workers who they say are fighting for fair wages and better working conditions. Those workers include physical therapists, lab techs, and others. Brenda Hilbrook is with the union representing the workers. We sincerely hope that Alina will meet next week to reach agreements. However, if we are unable to reach deals next week, SEIU Healthcare Minnesota and Iowa members will be on the picket lines on May 15th for seven days. The potential strike comes more than a year after nurses in Minnesota declared a strike against employers over contract issues. I'm Steve Simpson, a 36-year-old Plymouth man now facing federal charges of arson and damage to religious property, a hate crime, in connection with two recent mosque attacks in Minneapolis. Jackie Romlittle was already facing state charges for the fires set at two separate mosques over a 24-hour period last month. U.S. Attorney Andrew Luger. The freedom to worship is sacrosanct. We will respond to any attack on any house of worship with urgency and determination. He says the charges should send a message. As I have said many times, Islamophobia is serious and must be confronted head on. In Minnesota, we take care of each other and we always will. He says the investigation is continuing into other possible incidents, Little may have been involved in. Bicyclists are gearing up for one of the longest rides of the year tomorrow in the Twin Cities. Fulton's ninth annual Grand Fondo consists of three different rides, including the 24-mile Piccolo Ride or the 50-mile Meteo Ride. There's also the Grand Fondo taking cyclists on a 100-mile journey southwest of the Twin Cities. You kind of get a little taste of everything, some park trails, some urban and some suburban roads, and it's kind of go at your own pace. We have uh, some rest stops set up with some great snacks and things to treat you along the way. Jill Drum is Fulton's taproom manager. The Grand Fondo gets underway at 9 a.m. Saturday. Riders return to a block party at Fulton's headquarters in northeast Minneapolis. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. If you're interested in a career change, the folks at Hazelden Betty Ford are looking for people to become addiction counselors. The Hazelden Betty Ford Graduate School in Addiction Studies is in need of counselors, just like the rest of the country. It's a difficult thing in normal times due to stigma. These are not folks that many people choose to work with, so we're always fighting that stigma. School president Kevin Doyle says it's getting worse given the current situation. Given the pressures due to the opioid epidemic, it's just crucial that we find more members of our workforce. They're opening up eligibility under a pilot program allowing some who do not have a four-year degree to take part. Not everyone has the privilege to have a, have afforded them the opportunity to go to a traditional undergraduate institution. And so we're, we're going to try this starting in the fall of 2023 to see, is there another pathway for people to be considered for admission to a master's program? Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, as the NBA playoffs roll on without the Timberwolves, the team president, Tim Connolly, talked to Chad Hartman Friday about some of the things they're looking at during the offseason. Let's not be unafraid. Um, to be extremely you know, self-critical and try to figure out ways to get better. Again, when we didn't win a playoff series. Um, we haven't done that for a long, long time. Um, and last year we lost to six, this year we lost to five. So we should be turning over every possible stone to figure out how we can get better and how we can play deeper in the playoffs. And how I think um, we're trying to learn as we're watching, watching the games now that we're 
kind of bumped out of the playoffs. But um, to your original question, um, when you have a guy as talented as Anthony, you have a guy who wants it that bad and is so committed to the craft, um, you know, we have to kind of have his best interest paramount to all of our decisions. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and subscribe along with all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.